uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Out Loud. Today, Rob Scott and I provide you with a special news roundup where we cover off all the biggest stories from the past couple of months, including acquisitions, new product releases and all of the events. As well as looking back at the biggest stories of the past few weeks, we also look ahead to the upcoming events and preview some very big news coming from UC Today about the imminent release of our new website. Have a listen. Good morning, Rob. How are you this morning? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Patrick. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. So we wanted to record uh, a special autumn news roundup uh, for all the biggest stories in the world of unified communications and collaboration. So should we get straight into the biggest pieces of news we've seen over the last few months? Yeah, let's go for it. There's plenty of it. We should probably start with the something that you and I were both very excited about and turned out to be a bit of an anticlimax which was the Gartner UCAS Magic Quadrant for 2018. Yeah, wasn't it classic? Uh, we, we sat on tenderhooks uh, for the UCAS release because uh, we covered the UC Magic Quadrant, uh, what, a month or two ago. And that was really interesting to see. But um, in fact, the UCAS Magic Quadrant hasn't really changed. Yeah, I mean, I, we did a, a video uh, on the other quadrants. We were planning to do the same. And then as soon as we got the the UCAS magic quadrant through it's ba- I mean it's basically the same as it was in 2017 isn't it yeah yeah I mean it, Cisco are now on the magic quadrant so you know because of the broad soft acquisition so by default you know that they are now a UCAS uh, a serious UCAS player but um yeah not much change not nothing to get excited about uh but it is front page news and it's getting a lot of uh, attention right now on UC today yeah, people are very interested in it, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it develops next year uh, going forward. But there, there was some big news. So Zoom had their annual conference or event, Zoomtopia, and there was some big news that came out of that. Yeah, Zoomtopia. So that's uh, Zoom's annual event, and you know, essentially it's a user event. Big announcements uh, came through. But the, the biggest one of all was Zoom Voice which was uh, an interesting play from Zoom that, you know, really connecting that outside world with the video uh, meeting room solutions that they've got. So, uh, you know, I asked them, you know, is that you now playing in the kind of UCAS, Unified Communications as a Service space, because you can now make, you know, essentially telephone calls, voice call from, you know, a Zoom session. So uh, they, they didn't want to say that they were, you know, particularly entering that UCAS space, but certainly they're adding voice into a video solution. So I think that's really interesting. And I think, you know, they're very disruptive to So if they do this properly, I think, you know, potentially that brings up another solution to the table, you know, another option for organizations to look at. Yeah, it, it is interesting what they're doing. And I think we're seeing that more and more across the industry in terms of vendors are adding whether it's through acquisitions and consolidation, and we'll come on to those shortly, but in terms of Zoom, they're adding an extra string to their bow in terms of having that holistic unified communications portfolio. Yeah, yeah, essentially PBX technology in a meeting room solution. So not something you see before. It's normally in the meeting room. It's almost the other way around. You know, you've got a a UCAS platform that incorporates video and meeting room uh, technologies. But this is completely the other way around. So really interesting and uh, excited to see what it, what it can do. 
And, and talking of uh, companies sort of consolidating or trying to complete that holistic portfolio, one of the, one of the biggest pieces of acquisition news we had Vonage acquiring New Voice Media, who are obviously a contact centre as a service business, and that, and that again fills in another a, a sort of a missing segment of the of the Vonage portfolio. Yeah, I mean Vonage are on a mission now. I mean, we're, you know, they've really got quite a powerful portfolio of products. I mean, they've got the the UCAS platform uh, they've got their own platform now they've, they've got that globally available uh in more, more than just north america um they're really entering that business space uh seriously now with uh, the nexmo acquisition that they made uh, which gave them the cpas technology and now they've acquired the ccas so contact center as a service or cloud contact center technology as well from from uh, new voice media so that's a really interesting play for vonage and uh, I think we're going to see more of that from the UCAS players. I think they, they do want to get into to more contact centre, and I think it's an essential part of their offering. Yeah, and Von- Vonage, an interesting business. Generally, I know you and I have spoken to them in depth in the past in terms of how they're changing their business model from a, a B2C consumer model to a, a business-to-business model. And, and obviously, an acquisition like New Voice Media with that contact centre provision it is a huge part of that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it's uh, it's transformational, really. I think Vonage are really trying to change that business uh, brand from that kind of consumer, original kind of you know, consumer background that they had in North America. And, and now they're just, you know, really wanting to be a serious uh, business player, which I you know, firmly believe they are. And while we're talking about acquisitions and people sort of adding things to their portfolio, we saw Ring Central acquire Demello. Yeah, Demello. This is an interesting deal for Ring Central. I mean, Ring Central haven't really acquired a great deal of technology over the years. You know, they've grown organically in in huge you know chunks every year, and they're doing really well. You know, they are top right hand corner of the UCAS Magic Quadrant for 2018. So they are a, a serious leader in in cloud comms right now. So. Uh, but one of the kind of missing parts of the portfolio was contact centers. They really didn't have any kind of formal contact center solution. They, they uh, partnered with uh, Nice in Contact, um, which was their, their solution essentially for the, the larger, more con- um, formal contact center customers. So this looks like they are, you know, essentially taking on their own product now. So Demello is a customer engagement platform uh, built in the cloud. So it's CCAS. And it's a perfect fit for a UCAS business. But again, it'll be interesting to see how they attack that market because, as you were saying, they've been incredibly disruptive with, within the UCAS space. They're obviously going to attack the, the contacts center space with the, with the same intensity. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, hot on the heels of Vonage acquisition of New Voice Media, Ring Central do the same with DeMello. You know, we saw 8x8 acquire Mariana IQ. Yeah. Um, and then Dialpad as well. They, you know, they, they acquired. Um, Talk IQ, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, it, it seems to be the way that it's going, you know, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, also, I was at uh, an event last week. I was at Jitech in Dubai, which is a big technology festival, fe- festival, big technology event. Uh, and whilst I was there, Avaya announced that they are launching their public cloud in Germany, which is their first foray outside of the United States, which, which is quite an interesting story because 
we were sort of considering what the possibilities are in terms of that coming to the UK, but I, I don't think it is going to come to the UK anytime soon. There's a sort of conflict with partners there potentially. So that, that was quite an interesting story. Well, yeah, I mean, you were there. I mean, the, the Avaya story continues this year. I mean, from, you know, earlier on this year when I was uh, in New Orleans uh, at Avaya Engage, they were, you know, really banging the drum, think Avaya, think cloud. They had, you know, new leadership, uh, new products, acquisitions of, you know, the CCAS business that they acquired <laughs> this year. There's a bit of a common thread running through this conversation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the... Uh, offering them what did you think of the offering that they were talking you know the, the public cloud offering well it's, it sounds like it's going to have a lot of scope and and is going to be particularly interesting for people and, and obviously they, they're catering to a market that, that is incredibly popular for, for a smaller business where you don't have there's no installation costs you know you can go on a website tell say what you want and and set up a communication system in minutes so obviously there's going to be a lot of appeal but I just thought it was interesting that, that Germany was the first place outside the the US they've gone. And as I said, I, I did ask a bit about w what the plans are for expansion. I think they're going to see how that goes globally and around the world. But it's unlikely that I think we're going to see that in the UK anytime soon, because there are a lot of UK partners that provide powered by IP office. So there would be a conflict there in, instantly in terms of Avaya competing against their partners, which which obviously they don't necessarily want to do. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, I was equally having a similar, similar conversation with uh, Alcatel Lucent Enterprise last week at their uh, open day in, in Paris. Um, you know, and they're a channel business as well, and they've just launched a public uh, cloud UCAS solution called uh, Rainbow Voice, which is essentially, you know, team collaboration, but with the PBX functionality, and it's, it's even got CPaaS capabilities and all sorts. Um, but they, you know, they are selling that public cloud solution via the channel so they're maintaining the opportunity uh, you know the margin opportunity for, for the channel partner uh, but basically they're saying look you can build your own or you know you can use ours whichever whichever the reseller prefers so um, it's interesting you say that about the buyer's approach um, whether you build it yourself or you, you're reselling a buyer's public cloud solution ultimately uh, there's still margin to be made yeah, absolutely. And maybe that'll that'll follow along a, a similar model. Also, before we completely finish on, on the acquisitions and news piece, uh, Gamma, UK's leading cloud communications provider, or, or one of them anyway, uh, acquired a Dutch company, Dean One. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that news came through recently as well, which is uh, Gamma's acquisition of, of that business in uh, the Netherlands, uh, follows the market trend at the moment because the Netherlands and the UK are leading the show in terms of cloud communications uh, service providers, uh, you know, in, in Europe. So uh, it makes perfect sense. Um, I don't know a great deal of detail about the acquisition and, and about the company uh, personally, but um, yeah, it, it did make a lot of sense when I saw that come through. Yeah. And it, I suppose it follows that trend that we were looking at earlier on in the year in terms of large companies who are having success in one particular geographical market are looking to branch out into in, into new geographies because it only makes sense you know to to attack existing markets that are there and and obviously the netherlands really isn't very far away from the uk yeah yeah i mean europe is a fragmented market at the moment so there's plenty of opportunity for incoming uh, providers so i can't imagine it's easy you know there's a lot of different countries a lot of different regulatory issues but um 
uh, th there's certainly lots of opportunity because it's uh, it's an untapped market when it comes to cloud comms or UCAS uh, right now. Uh, and some of the the biggest stories that were generated on the website over the last few weeks were about the outages of the various collaboration platforms. So we should touch on this in terms of Cisco WebEx Teams. I know went down for a few days and Slack as well had a few outages. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a trend that we're going to continue to see. I mean, you, you do trust the cloud. You hope it's always going to be there. But when these applications... Uh, uh, you know, stop working. It's uh, it's a major issue, and, and Cisco WebEx and Slack, for example. I mean, they've they've got uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of users on that on these platforms. And you know, if that if there's a major outage, uh, I can imagine it's causing uh, complete mayhem in organisations. Um, but uh, you know, is it something we're going to see more of? Outages. The, these platforms are taking on subscribers left, right, and centre. They're taking on new features to stay competitive. Can the vendors protect themselves from uh, outages? I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting actually. On the if any of the listeners want to know more, I'm not so sure about the Slack one, but, but the Cisco outage. I spoke to our expert guest for our Cisco monthly podcast, and he was explaining that the the initial thoughts were it was some sort of script that had gone through and deleted the Cisco virtual machines for for WebEx Teams, which j just seems remarkable, but. It's slightly encouraging in the fact that, you know, it wasn't an infrastructure issue. It seems to have been some sort of coding script issue that obviously they can prevent from occurring again. Often, more often than not, it's uh, human error that causes these, <laughs> these things. So um, it, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, uh, maybe we just need to leave it to the machines to deal with. Yes, quite, quite possibly. So we'll, we'll quickly run through the events as well. And I know we had a huge reception for the inaugural UC Awards 2018. Yeah, UC Awards uh, went off fantastically. We had more than double the amount of kind of applicants than we expected. Uh, so we, we've got uh, seven winners, seven overall winners. So we've got Vonage for the most innovative product. We had High Five for the best collaboration solution. Uh, Ring Central won best cloud communications provider. And 591 best CX solution, so contact center solution essentially. Kakapo Systems won best call analytics solution. Zoom won best meeting room solution. And Avaya won best endpoint product for their Vantage device. So world class winners here. Um, some fantastic applications from dozens and dozens of other vendors within the UC world and contact center world. There are really no losers. You know, there's some fantastic innovation. Uh, happening out there at the moment. It was a very, very tough decision-making process for the judges. But uh, equally, I think we're going to be back next year, uh, hopefully expand it a little bit and um, give everyone a little bit more chance of winning. Yeah, and if anyone wants to see any more information on the awards or any of the categories or, or the judging panel, because we have to say, as much as I tried to pressure you, I wasn't involved in the judging panel. You know, it was a, an industry esteemed panel of experts. So if anyone wants to know any more, you can go to the website at uctoday.com and find all the information on the UC awards and the applications and, and the winners there. On, on events that you and I have attended, I was obviously at Jitex. So I was saying you mentioned that you were at uh, ALE in, in France recently. Yeah, I was there last week for the uh, Alcatel-Lucent Enterprise Open Day, which was a really, really good one-day event where they, they essentially were showcasing all their latest innovations and proof of concepts for uh, their, their big partners and customers. And I was lucky enough to get a place uh, on, the, on the day to um, 
you know, get a personal tour of some of the use cases and innovate, innovative solutions that they're coming up with at ALEs. They're doing some really cool stuff, uh, things that you just blow your mind with IoT, with virtual reality, with AI, you know, all these cutting edge emerging technologies that are coming through. So um, a couple of uh, articles coming out over the next week, so look out for that. Yeah, also, just to quickly plug my diary, I'm at the uh, Ericsson LG Global Partner Conference next week, so I'll keep everyone up to date with all the news from that. I'm also going to TalkDesk's annual event, which is called Open Talk. That's coming up at the start of November, so any breaking news from that, and I'm sure I'll manage to get a few podcasts together. And then towards the middle of uh, November, there's Broadsoft Connections, which we'll be attending and making sure that the UC subscribers get all of the, the news and updates from there as well. Good stuff, yeah. We've got some cracking events. It is, it is that time of the year, uh, but especially looking forward to the uh, Cisco slash Broadsoft Connections event because that's normally when we, we really hear some uh, you know interesting announcements from, uh, from Broadsoft. So let's see what happens there. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Any other business? I know you've been very busy in the background of UC today as we are almost imminently going to launch a new website. Yeah, so uh, the first couple of weeks of November, we are upgrading the UC Today website. So it's uh, hopefully going to deliver a whole bunch of new features for the user experience, make it easier to, to find relevant content. So yeah, really excited about that. So hopefully, if we touch, touch wood, if all goes well, we should be up and running by the kind of end of the first week of November, uh, maybe the second. Well, I'm as excited as all the listeners and subscribers to the to the website will be about that. So keep your eyes peeled for the new website. Also, we've had some new additions to the to the UC Today team in terms of journalists and, and administration staff. So that's been really exciting as well, expanding the team. Yeah, we have indeed. So yeah, onwards and upwards for 2019. It's been a great year for us so far. Um, but yes, we've got some, some new team members. So uh, uh, I'm equally excited to get you know, new stories out there for our readers uh, and, and some new topics and ideas. And in terms of media to come, we, we, obviously the, the podcasts we've got, we've been experimenting with our with our video content and we're going to do more of that. And we're also looking to do webinars next year as well. Yeah, so that's something that we're offering uh, our readers, you know, to kind of get involved in webinars and you know, hopefully educational stuff. So not, um, you know, death by PowerPoint, but more you know, interesting, insightful webinars with, with yourself hosting it, Patrick. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try and do it. We're going to put a bit of a UC Today twist on that. So that should is definitely worth uh, keeping your eyes out for. I, I think, um, although we've, we've slightly overrun, I think we've managed to hit all the news. So unless there's anything else from you, Rob, thank you so much for, for coming on and rounding up the news with me. No, thanks very much. Hope you enjoyed the news roundup. Big thanks to Rob for joining me to give us his insights on all the biggest stories. If you want to know more about any of the stories we discussed today, you can find all of the relevant information on the website at uctoday.com. So have a look there for more details. As Rob mentioned, the new UC Today website is imminent. So keep your eye out for that into November. That's it for today's episode, though. Don't forget, if you have an interesting story or angle that we haven't covered, you can get in touch with us on social media media at UC Today News. Until next time though, thanks for listening.